All right, we talked about the changes happening at Orlando Pirates, and we are here uh, with the chairman, Ivan Koza. Good evening, Mr. Chair. But also, firstly, I must take this opportunity to express my condolences to the Masinga family and to all, you know, the affected people, especially, you know, Mr. Jomo Sono, who helped out to address, you know, this gem from Northwest, you know, it's quite, you know, sad that, you know, as we remember Philemon Masinga, we think of Ben Masinga, and we think about Eric September. We think about the talent that you know came out of that area. You know, the, the Red Modale. You know, that you know, Mr. Sona today. You know, uh, he's standing. You know, at a time where you know he said emotional yesterday. I thought this boy was gonna bury me, but I'm burying these boys. Mm. But we can only be happy that the family end up. The target of Masinga to give us, you know, uh, hope in a state of hopelessness and uh, to give us the respect uh, of qualifying for the World Cup for the first time in 1998 under difficult circumstances. And uh, I just say that, you know, as a country and as a, as a, as a PSL and as a club chairman, that, you know, we express our condolences uh, to everybody, especially the family, because the extent of the grief. It's more heavy to the family than most of us. As much as our hearts are heavy, but with the family's worth, may the soul repose peacefully. Thank you so much indeed for those uh, powerful words, Mr. Chair, because it is a trying time for all. And uh, all our support and energy is geared towards uh, lifting up the family. And we'll, as I said, have a a more extended uh, tribute of two hours on Friday on the show. And I guess when it comes to this time of the season, everybody talks about the transfer window when it comes to players. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, but I think that the major headline grabbing one uh, would have been one that would have caught a lot of people off guard. Uh, Mr. Chair, the one of Fadley Davids, uh, formerly coaching Maritzburg United. You've roped him in as the new assistant coach alongside Rulani Mkwena. Uh, officially made and unveiled today. What's the chairman's thinking there? I think, Rob, you know, it's uh, five months, you know, uh, since we lost, you know, Mshongo uh, as an assistant coach. And uh, the demands of the game, you know, are so great that you will realize that the technical team, you know, is being constrained, you know, because uh, our goalkeeper coach was ending up, you know, becoming, you know, uh, overextended, you know, because he was almost acting sometimes as a second assistant coach. Uh, when you've got a heavy job to do as a goalkeeper trainer. But more importantly, you know, uh, it was quite revealing to me that, you know, when he lost his job, uh, the first people that phoned him, I didn't know that, it was Mitchell and Rulani uh, to express, you know, uh, their support and recognize what their contribution has made. Uh, and when I invited them in my office, without them knowing that, you know, the ladies signed them up, because it was this, you know, opening that was supposed to be filled, the embrace, when they drove them, I got a bit spooked, you know, because I thought, hey, man, I'm surprising people, but, you know, these are people, they know each other, and they, they respect each other. But more important is the imaging, you know, potential that you see in Rolani Mukwena, in, you know, in, in Fakru, that, you know, I think, 
you know, it might assist in making sure that, you know, uh, they help in influencing, you know, the direction, you know, of the challenges of football, you know, uh, internationally. Because football, as much as, you know, we use technology, but what is it that you do with that technology? How do you translate it? Now, for the coach, if he's got these two able, you know, young men assisting him, we can only increase our chance of making sure that we give best back, you know, to our players who have got challenges of development in this country, uh, who've got challenges of proper development, and we get players at the age where it's not easy, you know, to influence and maybe inculcate, you know, uh, the discipline, you know, technical discipline, you know, that we're supposed to do at a certain stage of the career with the players in their development. So, but bringing players that we are also understand the environment of the country, uh, they understand the game itself, and they extend themselves in knowing the game and uh, spending hours and hours uh, sleeping at 2, 3 a.m. in the morning. You can only do this much uh, to increase the chances of the players that, you know, are going to be monitored by this three people, uh, that they are able to identify, you know, their weaknesses. And also whatever information is given to them, they're able to translate it into a positive, you know, uh, uh, input, you know, in making sure they prepare themselves either for the game, for the training, or limiting their mistakes, uh, which, again, I think it requires people who are able to communicate in the terms, in the vocabulary, and it's easy to understand it in our players. And I thought by putting him in, in that level, it's going to assist us in balancing the team, the technical team, in fact. Mm. At, at what point, though, did you think of a Fadlu Davids and think of him in that role? Uh, was it a suggestion? I know that you have very extensive meetings uh, with uh, the ever-strong eye and keen spine of Orlando Pirates. Uh, Stanley Skrima Shabalala was as, uh, an Ivan Koza call. I'm just quite intrigued, though, Mr. Chair, in terms of the eye, the vision, and seeing this gap that nobody would have seen. Well, you know, uh, it's important that even before you quite appointed, you know, to my respect, you know, with already uh, the chat with him, you know, uh, but at that time he was not ready to move. And we respected that because I think, you know, we thought maybe it was a temporary thing, but we were also emboldened and encouraged when the coach, you know, was given, the team gave me a chance uh, to, 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 to be the coach, you know, and he achieved, you know, the, the unthinkable winning, you know, uh, going to the final also of the position four, which I think, you know, that part of the world really needed that, you know, uh, achievement, you know, because of the investment made by uh, Farouk, uh, who spent, you know, a lot of time and hours, you know, in building, you know, the stature of this team, also investing in the remote areas of the, the Midlands uh, to bring that happiness, to bring that, you know, excitement. Uh, we were happy that he was given a chance. But when he was relieved of his duties, we thought that man was still young, mm-hmm. and uh, with this potential in him, uh, even when he speaks, uh, his demeanor, everything of him, uh, I think he's modeled, you know, to be the coach, or to deal with the people, because the people's skills are very important in this game of ours. Mm. So he's got so, so many qualities that are complementary in the team that we've assembled uh, to make sure that, you know, we don't live uh, outside, but to restore the confidence in him as a young man, that, you know, we still see something that, you know, is to come out of his uh, talent, uh, because we've got few people, you know, who can be coaches, 
uh, behaving being players in these successful coaches. But I think the future is bright for him, and we thought he was given the platform, uh, which is a challenging one, of course. Uh, he's going to up his game and also add, you know, in the energy that is already existing in the team uh, to infuse more energy in, in that technical department, which I think is very important, you know, for the team of our structure, especially with all the challenges that we're facing uh, going forward. Mr. Chair, I'm just going to ask for your indulgence uh, for literally a minute and 30 seconds while we take a quick breather. All right, we continue with the chair of Orlando Pirates, and that's uh, Chairman Ivan Koza, who's still on the line. Thank you so much for your patience, Baba. I was going to come across to an, uh, maybe an important issue um, that has to do, again, partly with Fadlu. Uh, does he come as a as a complete package? Because I do believe that you've also roped in uh, his brother, Mahir. Yes, uh, his brother, you know, is also been given opportunity uh, uh, for a team at the SAP League, you know, uh, to coach there. Because they seem to be very close and attached to each other. And uh, also, in course, I thought he was going to remain in Marisca, but seemingly they're moving together. You know, uh, they've just moved into Dobrek today. Uh, that's why the announcement was made today, uh, so that, you know, uh, you know, Cape Townians, uh, they don't certainly easy in Johannesburg. You know, they might come in pairs. Maybe I think it helps sometimes for them to adjust. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it only took McWilliams, you know, to adjust <laughs> of all the Cape Town players because it's McWilliams. But uh, most of them, it was difficult for them to adjust, you know, in Gauti. So, yes, we have also offered, you know, opportunity for him. Uh, to be a coach, you know, uh, in the junior division. And their progression, though, I would imagine, with a lot of successful teams around the world that have a structure uh, similar to yours, is, is that of longevity. Do you see the structure of the technical team, uh, Mr. Chairman, from Militin Shodojevic right through to Rolani, now Fadlu Davids, uh, right down to the goalkeeper coach, etc.? Do, do you see them um, lasting for many years? What is your vision around that structure? It's a structure that works depending how long they stay together. You know, uh, Rob, you know, the important thing is what, you know, uh, the demands of the game are saying to you. Uh, especially if you want to make your league, your league relevant. Uh, when the Champions League now, and they want to do well for the country, for the supporters, uh, we do everything possible as an administrator to give the club a chance. Mm. Obviously, resources are a challenge to most of us. Uh, if you remember in your interviews, you know, or interviews I've made with you long time ago, mm. I said, you know, in this part of the world, you know, we've got a lot of creative, you know, talent, creative skills, but the scientific approach to the game is lacking. What is better in Europe than us in Africa or in the continent is that, you know, uh, our technical, you know, uh, staffing, uh, this must to be desired, not because we... we of whatever, it's only because of resources. Uh, the state of the structure is going to depend if the resources are going to be there. Uh, I'm not going to talk about this as I'm speaking to you now. You are facing with a big challenge I'm not going to talk about today because it's not meant for it. Mm-hmm. About what has come up on the ICASA regulations, which if they go the way they are going to go on, you know, 80% of the value of football is gone. So uh, if you ask me the question, because unfortunately most of us are first-made people, we don't have deep pockets, what we get, we invest back, because, you know, uh, supporters, they expect better, they, they want to see things improving. 
So that's what we are doing in making sure that we are trying to be abreast with the game, with the demands of the game, and uh, with the demands of you know uh, the sport itself. That you know those areas, those departments, if you don't have them, the players can't improve, cannot play the same level as the the Messi of this world, as the Dembélé's of this world, because if you don't have the support, you know, infrastructure in your team, which assists the players. Uh, in the raw talent they have, but the scientific support is very important. Hence, you know, we are doing what we are doing in making sure that we become, you know, uh, equal, you know, to what is happening internationally. Yeah, we, we, we've been trying to line up, and, and I'm sure you'd want that opportunity. You've never had a problem with it before, uh, Mr. Chair, um, for you to come through as the chairman of the Premier Soccer League to talk about these things, because I'm glad you you brought up the CASA issue. It's one that we were hoping to indulge in. Uh, it's quite an involved issue and a topic to include now uh, in a conversation about your team, Orlando Pirates. But, um, you know, w- with your free time, of course, I don't know how soon you'd want it. We would want it very soon uh, because there's a lot we need to cover. Yeah, you asked me a question that, you know, is this sustainable? I said, you know, uh, if what helps us, you know, to introduce some of these innovations, uh, the biggest, you know, income generator, you know, is all to do with the funding we get from broadcasting. Mm. But if that, you know, income stream is affected, and it's going to be a, a terrible you know, thing to happen, We're having a meeting of the executive one, an agent one on Thursday, which is going to make a de- determination of what is the future of football in this country. And we're going to call a board of governors meeting uh, to express to them what the significance, the impact of this. Uh, because, you know, uh, it's not my decision. It's what, you know, is a decision and what is, is a reality for the very depressed people. We see what's happening at, 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 at Celtic right now. Uh, what's happening, few teams that have confided in me, which have confided in the stakeholders, you know, in this country that are still that there's something that, you know, is threatening the existence of football. Because unfortunately, we have a lot of people that are involved in football because of the labor of love, because of their passion. Not because they've got deep pockets. They took, you know, the money that should be invested in their families, invested in football, with no return expected. Mm-hmm. But it cannot happen forever, especially when we came up with the creative uh, mechanism of the grants, which is the first of its kind in the continent, in some of the parts of the world, to make sure that the football stays alive. But the very existence, you know, of football is threatened by the big income generator, which we created out of nothing. Uh, and the one full soup, you know, uh, one, you know, regulation decides uh, to impoverish. You know, and the, the principal thing, we're expecting it to happen in the apartheid government, but it doesn't happen in the apartheid, you know, environment. It happens in the country where we think we're liberated. The very thing that we think we, we need to protect it, uh, it will get our against the world. So the members must decide, you know, what is it that they must do. Because the way it has happened, it's just, it's just a big fault now. And I'm prepared to come and talk about it, especially with our meeting on Thursday, because we must make big decisions. Because we don't want to be scapegoats. So that, you know, sometimes we have to be quiet and to be humbled. It does not have sometimes. It's important that the public must know because they love this sport, they are spiritual owners of this game, and they are really feel pity for and that makes them a lot of because if people they know what is going through, should not be doing what they are doing because it's so difficult for you to try to balance things. People they think they comfort because they got the mono perspective of the situation. It has the stereo perspective view 
of the challenges of the, what is happening inside, what's happening outside, they'll think differently. That's why we must share the information with the public. They must understand where we stand at this point in time. So the meeting is going to be very crucial on Thursday. We're going to call an agent meeting of the Board of Governors uh, to make a stand and make a decision because uh, we don't have to be scapegoats because, unfortunately, we don't need to listen to good reasons. Yeah. We have failed, we have failed. So it's very important to talk about it and we are given an opportunity to come to your show and talk about it because we've been raising issues in your show for some time. I think it's a right platform. Yeah. We can raise these issues. No, without a doubt. I think we, we, we will set aside as much time uh, as possible for that because people need to have a, a firm understanding. And when you say a time, when you meet on Thursday and a decision to be taken, you come to a T-junction, you take a left or a right. What are those two options? Where, where are you going with those two decisions, well, given the left, fact that... Well, left and right, you know, uh, you know uh, when you are, uh, I always say to people, when the water, you know, uh, is, you know, Going to a boulder, you know, uh, it depends how big is a boulder. Mm. Sometimes you can't go left, you can't go right. You end up there sucked by the ground, and you end there. That's a dead end. For me, football is a dead end. Uh, there's no left going, there's no right going because it's not possible. You don't have the momentum to go left or right. You know, you're gonna end there like water that ends there because the boulder can't allow you to go through that boulder. Mm. Where it's so big. You end up being sucked you know, by the ground and remain there. Somebody who's clever might use a borehole to get that water one day. You know, uh, what's going to be water with acid because of the mining underground or what? I don't know what kind of water they're going to have. Water for watering the garden, water for drinking. It's another story for somebody who'll be changing that water through a borehole. But for us, uh, it's a difficult one. That's why I can't have to be emotive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a sad day, but it's important for the Port of Governors members to make a determination. I've got to reveal this. Uh, it's only that when you spoke about the sustainability of what we are trying to have as an infrastructure in the team, you ask a very pertinent question that is it sustainable. And so far, as sustainable is going to depend uh, how, how far we're going to be going because the manager will get big between reinvest in the game. It will remain, remain relevant, you know, to make, make the game exciting. Because it's not only also winning, but also making the game exciting making worthwhile for the player to come to the training, making the training exciting. Because if the coaches, the technical team is not motivated, the players can't be motivated. So it's a question of ideas. We bring more ideas into the team uh, to ensure their passion, to ensure the energy. So that's why it comes very exciting for the players uh, to perform and to be better players, but also get a chance of correcting their mistakes. So now, unfortunately, if the money is dry, then we must just you know, dissolve the structure. And sustainability becomes something... That we have tried to 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 establish, but we cannot sustain it because we don't have the resources. Mm. Well, sir, I do believe that the proposed regulations have now uh, officially been open to public consultation until the fifteenth of March, and then after that, obviously, then the the stakeholders have got their own say, and then they they hoping though to review the process and the regulations will be finalised by uh, the end of March. So there's still that window period, uh, which I'm sure with your uh, emergency meeting on Thursday, uh, you will try and utilize and, and maybe garner support from the public uh, at large. Well, we want to uh, thank them because, firstly, the, the council gave us an extension, which we appreciate, you know, because it happened uh, when it was going on Christmas, you know, it came at four o'clock uh, and we had to send, you know, a, a request for extension at quarter past four. And uh, I think, you know, we really appreciate it. Having coming back from holidays uh, in Casa, they decided, you know, to give us an extension, which I think, you know, 
we really appreciate and also be given opportunity that you must present uh, on this matter, you know, by the 24th, you know, of April, you know, hoping that we are able to do that. But it's important mm-hmm. uh, that the Board of Governors understand because it's a crisis uh, that is beckoning, and I think we will not have to keep it ourselves uh, with the, the co-members of the creative, but to share with everybody because it's a matter that is really heavy for us to bear. Unfortunately, uh, you know, our visit to our several stakeholders, we kept on sharing the information with fear uh, that, you know, it might happen one day. And I'm happy to come, you know, to to, to, to surface. But again, the Board of Governors, we've been reporting, you know, in a manner that, you know, it was cautious, but now that is a reality. It's for them to make a determination as to which direction we should mm-hmm. take, because... Uh, it's a hit one, you know, it's a hit yeah. one. And just, yes. I, I've been, I've just been notified that you, you do have to leave for a meeting. And I just wanted to go back quickly to the technical structure. And you're talking about a little bit of chaos and the happy environment in, in, in your final words. Now, just going back to that, and you'd have been quite open to the debates and, and, and what was happening in social media spaces um, about the relationship between head coach and assistant coach. Has Has that been resolved or was it, ever an issue for you who makes the decisions who takes the decisions is this one making the subs etc etc because it was an issue of public uh, concern i don't know if it it, it hits your desk no i i, I always hear these things you know i always my technical stuff you see that things that need to be guarded unfortunately we are a high profile team that you know it's newsworthy you know some of the things that they are raised you know happen in most of the teams uh, but sometimes when it happens to us, because we are typical, you know, it becomes an issue of that court. But what I can say, Rob, is that, you know, it is bound sometimes to be different opinions, you know, in the technical team. But at the end of the day, you know, the coach's weight is the one that prevails. Uh, and again, you know, it's important that, you know, we should not set up a, a player, a guy like, you know, Rulani. Uh, this boy has got some potential that is recognizable, and he's got a future in front of him. So I don't want to also, fortunately, the level-headed boy. And let me just say this. It was something that happened in the media the other day uh, about what he comment he made about other coaches, uh, which was not true. And I said, don't, I said to him, don't comment. Boy. Oh. Because, you know, he did not do anything wrong. And when I, I look at, you know, what happened, you know, in terms of what the player did, the player on his own, who's a graduate, he did it on his own, and what he did before, he even made the statement, the advice he gave to the boy. But it turned out that the thing worked against him. And that's why uh, sometimes when you listen what happens in the media, what happens in reality, inside is different. As I'm sitting here, in all of what he has been accused of, the boy is innocent. But I said to him, don't answer. So long as you say to yourself, you are, you are, you are honest you know, in what you have done, you remain honest, because you can't prove some of, you know, the rhetoric that, you know, are dominating the, the public space. Because we don't need to lose the debate. In your conscience, if you know that you are right, you are correct, I said, I've been through this in my life, my boy. And I've kept quiet a lot of things. And most of them, they're imagining, they're proving themselves. Because I don't have time. I've got limited time to do what I expect I can do in my position. Because people, when you fail, you don't care about the excuses. Don't be tired too, too, too young. You're too young to be tired. I've avoided to be tired because I never listened to some of the stories that they are dominating the public space because 90% of them were not the truth. So therefore, they don't occupy with themselves with that space because someone's creating it. I said to him, when you read the newspaper, my boy, one thing you must remember, ask yourself a question all the time. Whose ink is there? 
if it's not your in the fabric is in goes pushing an agenda. So they can stay with his agenda, focus on what you want you want to 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 do in terms of the speed that you've given. So we're gonna be judged about what you leave behind. Whatever somebody writes, you're gonna remain with his agenda, but remain with what you have achieved with your legacy. Stick to your legacy. So my advice to them, don't listen to what people are saying. Check yourself. If what they are saying is not the truth, go on with your work. Because you cannot win with the argument. Because it's not your ink in that public space, in that what's called, you know, a printing, in that social media. So it's not your ink. If it's not your ink, don't entertain it. So that's what I advise to my, my, my technical staff. We'll make a, a date. We'll set a date for you for that uh, conversation, Mr. Chair. Thank you so much once again. Good luck uh, for the team. Good luck to you with the new structure, with the new appointments that you've made uh, to Orlando Pirates. And we'll inform the public uh, when you'll come through and address Premier Soccer League-related issues. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you so much there. Uh, that's the chairman of Orlando Pirates there, Chairman Ivan Koza, joining us on the line.